You're, I thought you were good at this. Remember you told me? <laughs> I've never started a podcast. This is House of the Dragon Therapy. Yeah. The brainchild <laughs> of, every, of every weekly lunch we have together. Wasn't all of us clearly here. wasn't your brain with that beginning. <laughs> no, it was definitely my brain with that beginning. Um, okay. I think we should so, just get into it, right? Yeah, well, what does no, getting into cares, it mean? Are we, we are. starting with episode one? Yeah. All right. No, let's start with episode six. It hasn't aired yet, but we got some ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah we got some ideas. Thank you. Um, I actually didn't rewatch it. So anybody have anything they want to talk about about episode one besides the disgusting I mean, C-section? <laughs> I mean, that's the only thing to really talk about, right? Yeah. Rip the baby. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag RIP. So you have to get close in the microphone because I heard an, a different word. Than I did rip. too. So I, I, I was, yeah, I was like, I told you she was going to be a monster. Her. her. Oh. Yes. I heard an R word that doesn't like, go well with. It rhymes with, yeah, grape. Yes. And that's not what we're wanting. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> Which, okay. by the way, I do not put past Game of Thrones to grape children. <laughs> I mean, they're already s- setting that up. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, kind of. I mean, well, see, that was my problem with yeah. episode one was that I think they were being gratuitous to be gratuitous and not for any reason that actually gave us any insight. Fancy words characters. over here. Yeah. Gratuitous isn't that fancy. He said so, it. He said it with his hand, though. So. Yeah. Without going into long introduction, I have a BA in film studies. <laughs> oh, so la di da, la di da di da from UC Berkeley. Go Bears! Go, so go Bears. Thinking about films and talking about films is sort of a hobby of mine. Okay, thank you Cinema. for sharing. You're welcome. So that was that's my <laughs> two cents. Is that uh, it was a very those moments were gratuitous, just to be gratuitous, and to me did not give us the insights. We're two episodes in and I feel like nothing's happened really. Can I just say though they We're setting the scene. They popped eyeballs out in Game of Thrones. Yes. Yes, they did. Was and that they were just to be gratuitous. Some of those times they definitely were, but other times they were it it felt a little bit like we were eased into it in certain respects, but yes, and that was a lot of criticism right now of Game of Thrones of how they violence and all that kind of things and i hate ping here they're like yeah you wanted game of thrones violence there you go you're gonna get game of thrones violence but was anything going on and i agree that right now there's been a lot of sitting and walking and standing and talking it's been a ton of politics it's looked <laughs> like game well, that's of episode politics. two we're still on episode one right now that's a good point i mean there was a lot of politics in episode one too i don't trust a single person on his small council not one of them his daughter yeah, but she's just, she's just a cupbearer. She's not part of She's the... Oh, yeah, we don't know this yet. This is episode she one. She is my favorite right now. Just putting that out there. Well, I'm good. rooting I'm for pretty her. Sure, pretty sure this was her last episode, so I'm glad it could very no. well be her last episode. No. Yeah. No. Don't put that out there. I'm not ready for that. She's on the poster, though. Yeah. For now. I mean, it's just the thumbnail. I mean, they could change that yeah. thumbnail. Yeah, what's her name? Rhaenyra? Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra. I keep wanting to call it Arena, but that's just Sable from WWF. It is the perfect (laughs) name for a podcast because I do not have to write it because I don't know how. What? To spell Rhaenyra? No. Anyone? Um, I'm going to take a, I'm going to take a guess. You should fact check me. There's a, oh, okay. All right. Let me know when you're ready. Are we going letter by letter? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Okay. Let's do it. Hold on. I want to pull it up. (laughs) (laughs) Rhaenyra starts with a Z. House of the Dragon. I feel like I've studied up, so I'm ready. 
I knew. Okay. I have it. Okay, I got okay. it. Okay. I got it in there. All right, go okay. ahead. Okay. R. Yep. H. Yep. A. Mm -hmm. E. Mm -hmm. Y. Nope. Nope. Wait, Buzzer. R. R. No. Rain. Another R. What? 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 Wait, there's an N. I was going to say, there's what, an N, what letter makes a N sound? <laughs> you know, <clears throat> I had to visualize it, but it's, anyways. You were on the right track you were until close. you had that second I R. I feel like you, you got to the easiest part of the name and messed it up. It's the thought that counts. <laughs> the first four letters are definitely the hardest part. At least part. I can pronounce it, okay? You can give me that. I didn't know that what it true. was. I could I pronounce, pronounce it. I pronounce it better than you. Can you speak Valerian? No. <laughs> can Dracarys, you? Boom, <laughs> in your face. Nope. That was a great scene. I really like that scene. Episode Wait, one. She great cooked scene. her mom. Great scene. She cooked her dead mom. That was a sick scene. It was, you know, <laughs> great because it was similar to Game of Thrones. It gave really good flashbacks yeah. of everything that's, that's what that I Daenerys that. was about. All right. This is off the rails. Let's get to episode one. Break it down. Cord. I didn't rewatch it. I know I was tasked to do that. Well, it's such an amazing episode. You seem like you knew a lot. It was it. an amazing episode. This is the best Game of Thrones we've had since season six. Mm, let's pump those breaks pretty quick. Season seven was better so far. It was okay. Yeah. No, I mean, season seven was better than season eight. That's for sure. Everything was better than season eight. Yeah. Not a really high bar. Madman. Madman was better than season eight. I don't really like Madman either. Exactly. Yeah. That's my so, point. So we should all establish that none of us have read the books. No. And we all just watch these shows. So we're going into this as casual viewers, not people who are deep into the lore, right? Yeah. And right. we know what was going to happen before it happened. Right. Yeah. Or who these people are that they're referencing off camera, what they might do. Right. So we're all going into it having the same questions like, who is he talking about? What is that? C that he mentions, which I think is actually giving me a lot of difficulty trying to figure out the timeline of each episode. Not that I want to jump directly into season episode two right now, but like a lot of time passes in between episodes and we're now we're heading for that, that 10 year jump at some point. It was, it was six months. I think it was yeah. six months. Six, yeah. Six half months. a year. Which I'm okay with. Cause I would thought having time because one of the issues people took with game of Thrones and we're going to see this again, episode two is the ability for them to basically go from one huge, one far location to the other in almost in instantaneous screen time, right? That they just go from place to place or teleporting, yeah. right? So I was thinking, okay, six months, that's great. So now we have time elapsed. We can understand how so-and-so got to this place. Uh, but then they kind of blew that out of the water uh, later in season two, season two, episode two. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can talk about episode two. Let, I have some notes. Yeah, let's go over your notes. <laughs> So uh, right off the gate, they kind of right into that small council. They start talking about uh, the war that I think is starting to loom uh, with the Stepstones. They the, kept saying something the about the Stepstones. Yeah, the crab, the, the crab, crab lord. The, the crab lord. They open with the first scene we see is the crabs mm -hmm. eating people alive. Yeah, I don't own. know how I feel about that, in all honesty. It was perfect. I think it's perfect. <laughs> it? We have a new yeah. threat, finally, like yeah. in Westeros. I guess a new threat. It's an old threat, but. Well, no, it was Maybe just... Maybe that's why I'm comparing it to Game of Thrones I mean, yeah. versus... You can't this. not. I know, it's I on the title. It's Game of Thrones. House of Dragons. The House of Dragons. Of the I'm Dragon. It's a different cast. It's different times. But they're still branding it that way. Yeah. Still got I the need Game to shift so my you can't, you can't not compare it. So it's, I yeah. Think, I think if we're going to sit here and say we're not going to compare it, then we're not going to have... I think the about. biggest difference was, is that it's wait, peace wait. times now versus war times. What was the uh, in intro music on episode two? Really? Was, was it now? And you were shocked by Game of Thrones stuff. 
Did anyone else cheer when they saw King's Landing the first time? No. I cheered. What are you, six? I cheered. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyways, back to episode two. I just have to say, Rhaenyra, you know, all respect to her for putting her uncle in her place on that bridge, like 10 out of 10. See. Proud of her. That was an awesome scene, but I totally thought one side was getting cooked. Oh, it's episode well, two, though. Wanted you. We're in episode two. I know. I'm yeah, just but all saying. this time jump, you might as well have stuff happen. Well, so what they're saying, Damon's been in, in Dragonstone for six months. Like, he has he has stolen Dragonstone for six months, and and he's married that, that woman that he took from King's Landing. But they <laughs> haven't had a child. Yeah. And she's not pregnant. I don't think they've married yet, either. He no. told them yeah. they're going to marry, yep. and no. she confronted him about that. It felt like he did want attention. Like, that's exactly oh, yeah. what it felt like. It was like. an attention grab. Like, he's like, I've been here for six months. Yeah. No one sent anything to me. Not even, like, a, you should leave. Well, it's what my kid, young kids do when one has something and the other one wants attention. They just take it from the other one, and then they have a fight about it. Like, Didn't the king tell him to go there? He did. He banished him there. He said, go back to Dragonstone. Did he say Dragonstone? I thought yeah. he said somewhere else. I thought he sent him, said, like, take your wife and go somewhere else. I didn't think it was Dragonstone. It was nice, though, getting a referral to the wall. Yes. He was like, when we send him to the wall, it's like, ooh, yeah. Send Have him you there. also noticed the dagger that Viserys has had on his body the whole time? It's the dagger that they tried to use to kill Bran and that Arya used to kill the Night King. Oh, was it? Yeah. No. So that, that's a good wow. catch. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yep. I think anyway, it looks like the same. Dagger. But what you need, what you need to do from here on out, is stop overhyping episodes. Oh, I will never do that because I won't enjoy them when I'm expecting yeah. bloodshed for no, thirty minutes you straight. You should watch it at the same time that he watches. I have kids again. We have to go over this again. <laughs> again. I have two kids that like to just cause problems as soon as it's me time. Nine o'clock on Sunday. Yeah, they wake up crying, and every other day is fine. It's just yeah, but every episode, Cord's like, "This is it." This is uh, Game of Thrones is back. It's so back. It's they, Game back. of Thrones is back. They uh, talked for 63 minutes. It was great. You guys have heard me hype about Arcane. So I'm going to put my shameless plug in for Arcane. He's an ad. So I know what it's like to overhype stuff. And then people go, yeah, that was okay. Yeah. You, you were setting he, up he, for something he else. Tells it, he says it to us like we aren't going to watch it. But here's my problem with Arcane. Because I was so thoroughly entertained by that show. Every moment is so dynamic and moving that everything else feels boring in comparison, including this House of Dragon. <laughs> I'm glad you're here. Wow. <laughs> Not to be too critical, but that's just me. Now, Arcane has ruined the rest of media experiences. For I me. mean, it's the same thing, right? When you rewatch Game of Thrones, if you've ever rewatched Game of Thrones, you notice things you didn't see on your first watch through, which is what I kind of try to do on, that's true. on the first watch through now, because I'm sort of used to like saying, oh, look at that thing. Like, like. There's those little little subtle nods, which brings us to, I think, a good point uh, when, first of all, did anyone actually think he was going to marry a 12-year-old? Okay, no. you know what? <laughs> Hold on, we're jumping way too you far. You had me, it had me in the beginning, just because before I watched the episode, I got a message from one of my friends. I was like, hey, don't give me any spoilers. And they're like, all right, just know he's going to marry that girl. And I was like, what are you talking about? I watched the episode and I'm like, you know what? He's going to marry the 12 year old, like typical, like this is going to happen. And then it didn't. I think Viserys is incapable of making a decision on his own. Entirely incapable. Let me ask a question. But How, he, chose, he chose the he wife chose on the his other own. other girl. Yeah, but he was chose. Yeah, I mean, chose. Their, their hand of the king was. I have like, air quotes. Oh, yeah. He, 
That was also the weird thing. You know, the first episode of Did You Go Comfort to well, the now King. His daughter like, I knew exactly what that meant. Him, and so. right before, right before Otto goes to the bridge to confront Damon, he says, like, are you gonna go visit the king tonight? And she says, if you want me to, he's clearly playing chess. So how old do we think Rhaenyra and her friend? I don't remember I think her name. 15. Allison. 15. 15. 15 and yeah. she, the one he's marrying, 16? I think Allison is 15. 15 or 16, yeah. yeah. I know for a fact Rainier is 15 because I'm pretty sure they said it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm guessing not a fact, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. That so, was shocking to me. I. The entire episode, I'm thinking like, he is going to choose Allison. He is going to choose Allison. Same. And then and then they bring that whole, like he's walking in the garden with, with the 12-year-old girl. You're like, this is like, it, it, they visually made it so like, ugh. Yeah, like, like you cringe. just Yeah, you just felt horrible like yeah. looking at it. And that was their whole point. So I like at no point was I like he's gonna marry this girl despite everyone in his small council. Yeah, I mean who he still knew it hate. was bad himself, but yeah. like he was like. Well, I mean, I thought it was tight. I mean, it couldn't have been more obvious after she gave him that dragon stone, yeah, uh, uh, little mini statue thing. You could and see in gift, his eyes yeah. that was coming. That was early in the episode. I mean, but do you think he thinks she's there because she wants to be, or because he thinks that she's there because she wants to be? Yes, he does. He doesn't realize she's a pawn yet. And do you think that there is a love interest between Rhaenyra yes. and yes. Alicent? Because yes. I do, for sure. I of think, course. Dude, it's, yes, it's yes, 2022. Sure. Of course, there's going to be some lesbian thing that we have to do. Yeah. And do you think he knew that he was going to hurt Rhaenyra when he said that he would marry Alicent? No. 100%. I didn't think so. Yes. I don't think he knew. I knew it was going to. I he didn't think so. He knows their best friends. So, I mean. But does he know that she likes her? Oh, no. Does really? he know, like, to the extent as to, like, how upset she was about that? I don't no. know. No, but back back to the uh, bridge, the dueling dragons bridge scene. I thought one side was absolutely going to get cooked. If it was old Game of Thrones, it would have. It would definitely have. These are peace times. No, these it's too are early. peace yeah, times. Nothing's more peaceful than everyone drawing a sword on each other. Yeah, well, that's episode peace. one was pretty violent. Yeah, it was violent, but it was like violent was, contained. Violence contained in King's Landing. It was violent birth. I think that's the, yeah, that's true. There's a very violent. Birth. And then the other thing was a game. It wasn't like there a was, war. Right. Are you talking about the Night's Watch? The Night's Watch yeah, thing. Now are they going yeah, but that's to. criminals. Right. But did they actually just name criminals or just like people they found? That that was the part it seemed that I like really they had. It seemed like they had uh, a like reason. A yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I was going to say, yeah, I, I, whether they had a list or not doesn't matter. What they're showing is, yeah, there may not be an official war that we're being named in yet, and it's peace times before between you and any kingdoms. But they want to show that this is a brutal and no holds barred place where you can get killed for being out in the wrong place. Which honestly is probably you know might say something to you know American police violence stuff like that these days. I don't know if that's a comment on that. Which is you could just be in the wrong place at the wrong time mm -hmm. and get the wrong end of a sword. That's what I was wondering if they charged into like King's Landing yeah. just to take whoever was like awake at the time and was like, we're making a mockery or like a, an example of you. There was no due process in no. that uh, thing. And again, that was a moment for especially with uh, the rapist, uh, you know, just to be violent for for violence sake. And yes, does it show that do we need a moment to see how violent our Prince Prince Damon is? Sure. But I don't know. Did it? Get us there, like I got it. He's and by the way, Matt Smith, who plays Damon, mm -hmm. phenomenal. Every time, oh, yeah. Smith, and that was the thing. This last episode was called 
the rogue prince yep. and said rogue prince did not show face till the second half of the show mm-hmm. and he was only on screen for i yeah, think he might be the best scenes. actor in the it in was the show. it yeah. was definitely named after the last scene yeah yes do you want do we want to dissect that because i have some questions regarding it what some dude's pissed that his 12 year old's not fucking some 78 year old king that's dying of like gangrene oh i thought you meant the literal last scene where so, we see this weird uh, face on the screen that's that's two a things prince yeah one of the things i think at game of thrones that like they didn't really touch on that much was old valyria and like why everybody left um which i think is what the new threat i guess is that we don't the, the, crab, the king. crab king we'll call him the crab king <laughs> until we actually find out who he is i like it but um all of the people in that area have like the stone face. Um, why? Like, I, I feel like we don't really know why that occurred in, in old Valyria or like to the extent it like, cause the, the two houses, the, the Valyrians and the, and the Targaryens that are from that area and they all fled that area. Like why? When you say the stone face, you mean that from game of Thrones, there was the sickness that, yep. that was spreading and they yep. got on with Ser Jorah and mm-hmm. they would turn their body yeah, and, to like uh, dragon scale. And um, the Baratheons, What's his name? His daughter that he she sacrificed. Had it. Yeah, had she like had him. She didn't. It didn't. Or they like, burned it off or something. Yeah, it didn't grow on her for some reason. Yeah. Oh, what was his name? Stannis. Stannis. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Stannis. Why, I was like, that, so, that guy was a real piece of shit. <laughs> but what I'm gonna say is like, what game? So these this episode was quiet. So the next episode is gonna be loud. Yeah. That's what we saw. With That's what I said after week one too. Is like it's supposed to get. Well, that was. I mean, it was. Sort of like in the middle, right? It wasn't so bombastic, but we had those really violent moments. So now we have to take a breath and then we're going to go back out again. So next episode. If that birth be- scene is like a whoa, like is that, is that this show's Red Wedding? Because I'll be very upset. No, 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 no. No, no way. <laughs> I'm super excited for next episode because I'm pretty sure that Corliss and Damon are going to like basically try and attack this, yeah. this crab king. I like that conversation. Yeah. Yeah. No, this episode felt more like a Game of Thrones episode than the first one did. The first one was a huge introduction to so many characters that I feel like it was just really hard to like That's get the to the meat yeah. of the episode. Game yeah. of Th- the, fir- uh, the original Game of Thrones, I didn't, um, I didn't know everyone's name until like midway through season two. Yeah, there's <laughs> like, so oh, many seen, characters. You haven't seen that guy in like six weeks or six episodes. I completely forgot about him. You know what I mean? Like you have the Starks and. Uh, the Lannisters, like that's pretty much all you have for like two seasons of Game of Thrones. You have to figure out why they're so mad at each other, and I mean, but this is House of Dragons therapy, so <sighs> so yeah. many good characters. So, guys, show. going back to Damon's conversation, I noticed like when he was talking with Cor, how do you pronounce Corliss? Corliss. Mm-hmm. He, w- I remember he was talking poorly about the king, and he was like, "Don't talk that way. That's my brother," mm-hmm. and that was really interesting to me because I was like, "Okay, he cares, but at the same time, he wants the throne." Like. He said it in a way that I feel like, don't disrespect my brother. That's for me to do. Yeah. Like, in a way. He just wants to be the heir. He doesn't want to kill him yet. But obviously, it's going to go down that road. Yeah, I don't think he has any ill will towards Viserys necessarily. He just wants the throne at any means necessary. The other thing is, we have now gone two episodes, and he has had two strange injuries each time, the king. Like, he had that. I think he's going to die soon. Like, each episode, he's had some new thing wrong with him. And I don't even know if he's going to make... Make it past that ten year jump. I, I like. I don't even know if he's going to be yeah. a character past that ten year jump. I don't know. So, I mean, I believe not. he's getting injured by the throne by sitting there. Remember, we in the first episode, yeah, he gets a cut on too. his finger, and I believe that's, that's the finger that's, that's that goes into yeah. the maggots. Yeah, and he had a wound on his back. I think they said, "Oh, this is something from the throne." 
I heard a TikToker going through this and they said, you know, the way George R.R. R. Martin wrote the throne was it was this these melted swords and mm-hmm. it was hard to sit on. It was apparently a criticism of him from Game of Thrones that the original throne looked in that show looked like something you a chair with some accents, you know, that they could sit on, but nothing like you were sitting on actual swords. And the idea was that the throne is rejecting him and that the weaker mm-hmm. kings are gonna get weeded out from the throne itself. That's a very interesting theory. Wow. I also think I knew that I knew the cut on his hand was from the throne. They made a point. Yeah, to they made a sure. point to show that that he has it. Yeah. So he, he's around. already off getting rejected and he's not going to make it past the next I say episode episodes. 4 he's done. It's the episode right before the jump he's going to die. Correct. I think so too, yeah. But he ha- he I think he has a son prior to dying. So we should go into some predictions into the next episode. Unless you have more to talk about, like in the in the birth of this, the hand of the, the king middle. is going to absolutely get so murdered. I hate him. By who though? <laughs> By Damon. No, I think I think uh, uh, Rhaenyra's going to get him. Well, I just no. don't. I don't know if what like whose side Rhaenyra is on now. Now having like, true. Now having had her her father, who I actually thought they were like. Relatively close. I think he's one of the better fathers in the Game of Thrones like series. Like I, I think like he's like actually not the worst. Damon get along pretty well though, even though I they're think, enemies. You I know? think they might get married to have a true Targaryen baby and just Rhaenyra Rain- and Damon. Yeah, yeah. I thought that's that's coming. That could be a possibility. There's also the extension of the dragons at some point. Like, we are, what, 200 years removed from Game of Thrones where there is no dragons and nobody in that area, like, even had seen one for 100 plus years. They were also talking about a dragon that, like, went missing. Oh, yeah, the giant dragon that lives in Valyria. I'm very excited. I hope they explore, like, old Valyria and who still lives there, what still lives there. I never felt like more of a geek going like, oh, my God, this dragon is going to be so cool (laughs) when it shows up. And I must say the dragons do look phenomenal. I mean, the the computer graphics on that is just, you know, amazing. Um, My my prediction is that Damon, with the help of Corliss, is going to take the Iron Throne by force. We're going to lose King Viserys and whatever heirs he produces. um, His new wife is also not going to make it out. And I think... Rhaenyra is then going to flee to another part of Westeros to decide what she wants to do uh, because that's the conflict is her uncle who she cares for. And there's some incestuous vibes going on there, which we know is a Targaryen thing, uh, has just kills her father and her best friend and taken her and she wants to be queen, taking it from her. So that's going to set up the second half of the series. That's my prediction. She did seem pretty pissed at him on the bridge, though. Yes, indeed. I don't think to the point, though, that. I don't know. I feel like her quarrel's not necessarily with Damon, but rather like her father, who seems more content on just I don't know. There's gonna be extending some the plot. bloodline. Yeah, I think there's gonna be some plot against her father, and it's already happening. He is not making it past oh, like yeah. episode five. We've already he's he's too nice. He's to too nice. He absolutely is. So. He's not a good king. Like he's not. He really is not a good um, king. Well, the. Actually, a scary king. He's not a scary king. Either. I don't know if it's on if he's on his council. Who's that? Uh, the knight that like follows Rainier around, the bald guy with the beard. I think that's their lord, the lord commander of of the uh, Kingsguard. Kingsguard, correct. I don't know his name. He's he seems like a good dude. I think he's he's good people. <sighs> he has her back. Yeah, yeah, but you can just tell. He, he's going to be the mirror to. Uh, we had Sir Jorah, who was yeah. the knight protector yeah. for for Daenerys. 
this is going to be her version. Like, he's going to be with her as she he, goes up. He's going to be a, a less horny Jorah. I think he's more like the mountain. <laughs> what? Or, I mean, he's not. He's, no one is the mountain, obviously. But like, I think he is more of like a yes man to. He is more of a yes man to the king than to Rhaenyra. I, I think he will stay loyal to Rhaenyra. I think he stays with her. That's my prediction. Because there's going to be a lot of mirroring of the original Game of Thrones. Yeah, he's a Brienne of Tarth. Kind of and guy. so we're going to have to send <laughs> our Targaryen princess into exile to fight for her throne. Exile where? Somewhere else. Back to Dragonstone, Valeria. some other place we don't know. Maybe, Maybe. Valeria to get you there. But Or does she just get on her dragon and burn everyone to death? I think that's one of my bigger gripes about the show is that the scope of it feels very small. All we've had is King's Landing and like a field trip to Dragonstone. Um. And there hasn't really been any other mention of like, I mean, they, they mentioned Dorne, they'll mention the Starks, like when everyone kneeled and everything, they had all the houses, yeah, but, the Baratheons, the Starks, but like, we haven't left the Red Keep pretty much. You, you'll, I mean, you could argue that the, the first Game of Thrones was mostly centered, especially at first around the Starks. Yeah, but like the so first it was always scene in is, a, is beyond the wall in the Game of Thrones. And then the next yeah, scene is in a, Winterfell. Like these are two significant places. That was the hook. Right. Right, I mean, it's hard to compare Game of Thrones to Game of Thrones. I know to House of Dragon. Oh, it was very easy to compare. It's very easy, but it's also <laughs> very hard because it's it, it. They are drastically, I think, drastically different shows. Like, like, and, and especially like, what was Daenerys' last name? Targaryen. What's, what's 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 the current king's last name? Targaryen. Oh, so I I don't know how we could make a correlation between the two <laughs> how do shows. You not remember their last name. No, his. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> wow! Just over your head. <laughs> Don't worry, it's a boomerang. It's coming back. Do you have any? Well, buttons. Not on. Oh okay. yes, no. Like a, like a bomb, maybe. Yeah, like a. <laughs> I do on my show. But a, I had a similar criticism to you. Not. Yes. The, <laughs> That's aggressive. No, no. Ashley, when a joke goes over her head. You gotta got be ready with those. You gotta be quicker on the draw with those next time. Episode two, to me, felt lifeless. And I'll tell you why I was looking at it again. I thought it had more life than the first one. Maybe, but to me, episode two felt lifeless. And the cinematography is no is beautiful and no, you know, hate to the people who created it. But when you go back and you watch all those scenes... And they're shot in these big, beautiful sets and locations. There's nobody there but the people who are talking. And in episode one, we get like you get a lot. You get a sense that those cities are lived in in Game of Thrones, and we're not getting yeah. that. And in this no. one, I mean, they're in the small council room, and you got four or five guys, and maybe somebody passing, you know, in the background. And then you get to all these places, and they're always alone. They're in the what do they call it? The sept, their temple. The and red the two girls are there. Just you know, the two women are there lighting their candles and there's a couple of people in the background like you never get back to the street you don't and it feel it felt empty mm -hmm. to me i agree the scope of the show feels very small like and and it's 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 counterintuitive because obviously they built bigger sets and they went to bigger yeah. locations or bigger cgi or whatever in the background but then they ran out of money to hire the extras to populate them with and so it feels very very i small. mean we what they walked in this like the the knights or the uh, city watch like walk through the streets it was so dark you couldn't even see anything you mm -hmm. he's he's uh viserys has walked around the garden um and we've gone to dragonstone uh, outside of that it's been mostly just the red keep like the small council room like their chambers um i, I can you think of anything else that like any other place they've been besides actually i guess the uh the arena where they had all the 
the and games on the on the birthday. But yes, which oh, that's another comment. Did anybody notice the shape of the arena <laughs> and the scene that it was comparing to? Now that you're now that you're mentioning it, I do recognize yeah. what you're leading to. To where do babies come from? Or come that, is up? that what you were saying? Yeah, the yeah. shape of the arena was very. It was the opposite of. Phallic. It was. Yeah. Is there a word for that? He's saying it looked like like a, of, uh, a vulva. it had vaginal like, shape. Yeah, I mean it was circular with a line and it was like oval with. A I line don't know if it was middle. on purpose, but it very well I, could have been. It, Game of Thrones and House of Dragon, like they do not. Everything is for a reason. I think they put everything into the show for purpose, sure. which is why each scene I think is very important. But but one of the first things I was taught in film school was when you're reviewing films, it does not matter. <laughs> here it is. Here. It does not matter what the filmmakers oh, intended the the wrong when you're criticizing film. It doesn't matter what the filmmakers were trying to do when you're criticizing, reviewing film. All that matters is what you're interpreting at mm -hmm. the moment when you're talking about. It doesn't matter what they intended. Talk about how it made you feel, how it makes the viewer react. Can I throw out a hypothetical? Sure. Is there a possibility that Damon and Rhaenyra are not on opposing sides? Is there any scenario in which they are aligned? Is there any scenario when they're aligned? As in, like, do you think Rhaenyra's allegiance is specifically to her father or the throne? Maybe if the father has a son, she'll go against it. That's what I'm wondering. If she has a, if he has a son and she, he switches the, um, uh, the heir, right. then she'll probably have an issue. But here's the, uh, the vagina, um, whatever he called it. I don't know. What's? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I see it. I don't, but I didn't, I don't, it doesn't I, look purposeful. I, mean, I didn't think, yeah. I didn't think, I didn't think of it until you mentioned it. So I get what he was saying. I think it's just because it's a, it's a jousting I mean, setup because of the, the line in the middle. It may not have been on purpose, but can, when you <laughs> contrast it with the scene that's happening around it, which by the way, as a, as a professional filmmaker, I don't, you know, that scene, and I know we're going back and we need to wrap this up. It would have been like when they did the recap on episode of episode one and episode two, and they cut between the the knight's tourney and the guys getting smashed and the birth scene for just a moment and the recap. Mm -hmm. That's the way would have been a better way to handle that birthing scene. You could have just cut away from her, from her face to the knights getting sliced open, and immediately we would have known what was happening to her. Well, Game of Thrones, it the it would have showed a lot more of that birth. Like, and they were and they were trying to do it. And it was like they were halfway there, and it was like just just go that way. Let the let the 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 violence of the tournament represent the violence that the woman is experiencing. But they were like, no, people aren't going to get that. So let's just show it closer. Oh, really? I, I thought that's what they were going for. Yeah, but then they didn't quite get there. Then they they kept showing her and and angles and blood that we didn't need to see. Also, I didn't realize that the. Did, did anyone else realize that the son was dead before he said it? What do you mean? Like when? I mean, I don't think he knew that the son came out of her belly alive and then died. Correct. Right. And I, but you I, didn't know that until you saw the, the, like the baby wrapped up before. Uh, no, none of us knew that. Yeah. That was the only time you knew. Well, when the kid made the noise, I was like, well, that's not good. It was like, oh. I don't think we ever. I don't think we ever found out like, why he good. died. I mean, it was probably well, just like complications with the birth or yeah, whatnot. You think? One of, were there some? <laughs> one of the, one of the popular things though I saw was that like we just looked at their their arena was how bigger how much bigger it was than like Robert Baratheon's first uh, jousting tournament. Have you seen the contrast between no. the Game of Thrones jousting tournament and the season one and 
No, but I'm sure we'll here. look it up. But see, that to me is an unfair comparison because again, budgets, I'm, budgets, right? So they right. were working, who knows, like a few couple million dollars for those first episodes, and they had CGI takes me out of. Stuff, was it so. purposeful though that like that that King's Landing is like is is more built up now than it was two hundred years later? Well, this is the beginning of the fall of the Targaryens. True. Right? Yeah, but it's so. Is then, King's Landing like more built up now? Is it is it like is it like a more vibrant, bigger city now than it will be two hundred years from now with with Robert Baratheon? I, I think that's the is idea. that the the point? Yeah. Yes, but we didn't see a lot of King's Landing big wide shots in Game of Thrones at the beginning because of budget. They shot it in Croatia actually, right. and I visited there Dubrovnik, and yeah, and so they're just related to the shots that they get basically from the street level, right? So you get those beautiful street level street shots. Um, not those sweeping castle views. I mean, I think it's budget, but it, it is a popular opinion that it's that they did this for a reason. That it's supposed to be a much grander, spectac- like a spectacular, grand. Sure. You know, um, it, it's budget. It's a factor of budget, but it's also like yes, this is the height of their empire, yeah. and it's only going to fall right where the top of the mountain. So there's that, and this is we'll have, wait and see. But this is a concern that people have. Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power coming up. And with this show is when you give the <laughs> filmmakers, I had to bring it up, we're gonna plug it. So I'm excited for it. But when you give the filmmaker, when filmmakers have a little bit of money, they tend to get more inventive with how they're gonna do it and things can be better. And then when they're given like unlimited resources and they say, well, we'll ju-, they, they don't know when to stop. And that was people pointed to the Hobbit trilogy, right? From mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings, that he had a much smaller budget for the original Lord of the Rings was very scrappy with the way he made it, even though he did have a lot of money. They did practical effects. Lots of practical effects. And and then with The Hobbit, they said, whatever you need, here's the money, go into post-production, whatever you want. And it was, to me, abysmal. And that could happen here, where they're given so much that they don't know when to pull back. It's possible. Yeah. I mean, I think it's more more budget-related, like the differences between season one of Game of Thrones and season one of... In conclusion, I think the show needs to wake up. Okay. I think we're getting a big episode three. I think we're gonna have a, like a bloodbath. Like it is gonna be good. Damon, like I hope like four of the main characters people. die. Like give me give me old school thrones. There's like only four characters. Kill them all. <laughs> I'm just waiting for Quartz text. This is it. Game of Thrones is back. Oh, oh my Every god! Every week, so- Sunday at ten oh one. It's so back. What? Once the episode he, is over, I immediately that, text everybody. Yeah, he Game of that, Thrones is back which, this every is the time. the annoying part because me and Ashley didn't watch it at the same time. And we just heard, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. Whose fault and is that? Yours. Well, mm-hmm. when we watched it, it was very underwhelming. Yes. So because let's of you. Hope episode because three of me. Because better. of you. Because you of me. You overhyped it. That's why. Me and her no were possible. Me and her were so, we were talking about it yesterday. We were pumped to watch it last night. And I was like, I'm still waiting for something to happen. Yeah. I, I, I need waiting. some backup here. I'm on your side. <laughs> because you didn't have him overhype it for I you. was waiting for the shoe to drop. That's what I'm didn't. saying. Everyone needs to watch it at the same time. Okay. Put your kids to sleep. <laughs> yeah, put your kids to sleep. Can you explain to her that that's not how it works? Give them earplugs, soundproof the room, watch your Game of Thrones. You got an hour. Do you want me to lock them in there too so they can't escape? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, think I we won't just, call CPS. I think we just backed into the title of this podcast series. Lock your kids. Stop overhyping. Overhype. And lock your kids in a room. Overhyped. All right, we got to end this. Ladies got to go. Predictions. They got to do work. Predictions. We we talked about it. it.
Yeah, real but quick. we could each I, one each person do a prediction. Uh, my prediction for next episode is we are going to get a death. I think it is going to be Viserys. No, not yet. I think that Alicent will be pregnant next time we see her. Yep. And Viserys is going to be like bed bedridden, like yeah. like. I think he's going to lose an arm, and there's going to be green goo, and they're going to stick his hand in with leeches and stop the bleeding and stuff like. Also, that. I think Otto Hightower is the least trustworthy person in that bunch. Yeah. Anything else? Nope. That's it for me for now.